My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 121 of The Kate Show. Today, I'm sharing five helpful marketing tips you can use for reaching luxury clientele with your interior design, home staging, or custom workroom business. Now, we know at this point that reaching a luxury clientele is not the same as offering services to someone who's a bit more DIY. There's nothing wrong with targeting a high-end client. There's nothing wrong with targeting a low or mid-range client. But today, we are focusing on reaching the luxury client because that is what a lot of people that we serve here at Socialite want to do. That's who you guys want to reach. So if you are like, yes, absolutely, that is what I want as well. If this desire aligns with your business goals, you are going to love this episode. And you might be wondering, how exactly do you go about finding the right high-end clients? Or if you found them, how do you go even further to delight them to the point of being referred to their friends and family? Well, we are going to answer all those questions today. And the five key steps and tips that I am sharing are things that you can use today. You can use tomorrow. You can actually implement. They're very actionable. And they will work whether you are a solopreneur or a team of 20. Now, of course, quick disclaimer, it doesn't mean that every tip is going to apply to you or that every tip will work for you. But these are best practices. These are things that I have learned over the years of helping people in the home industry reach the luxury high-end market. Now, before we get into today's episode, I do want to share a review of the week. And it is from Noodley Joy. Now, I really love the usernames that you guys choose for yourselves on Apple Podcasts. I think it's just hilarious. And I want to share this review because, first of all, it means so much to me when you guys take time to actually write a review. Obviously, I'll take your five-star rating or whatever you feel that I need. But when you take time to write it and you tell me what you love about the podcast or what you don't love, it really helps me know what content to create next. And it makes this podcast even better for you because... That's how I know you guys like shorter episodes, for example. That's how I know whether or not you like the interviews or the solo shows better. And it really helps. So thank you to everyone who has left me a written review. And now, here is what Noodley Joy had to say. Kate's information is on point and actionable. I'm thrilled that she chose to niche into a specific field in my home staging and design business. I'm a member of Socialite Vault due to this podcast and interviews of Kate on other podcasts. Socialite Vault Marketing has helped my business stay top of mind and relevant to my new and loyal clients. Thank you so much. And also, thank you for being a member of Socialite Vault. Oh my goodness, that means so much to me. Socialite Vault is serving interior designers, home stagers, and workrooms in about 10 countries now. I never expected it would be where it's at today. Never expected I would have such an incredible team helping me run it. It is amazing what God can do with our dreams, isn't it? All right. Let's get into today's episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. While each of us might define the terms luxury or high-end a little bit differently, most of us will likely agree that the high-end client cares about the experience of their project and not just about the end result. The high-end client is willing to pay more, to expect more, to get more, whether it's more of your time or more hand-holding or more decision-making. To them, 
their own time and stress reduction are well worth the investment in you. If they can invest in your services to get exactly what they want in a way that disrupts their life very little, or better yet, in a way that works in congruence with their hectic schedules, they're going to do it. Serving the high-end client requires that you as a business owner, number one, believe in your own services, and number two, be specific in what you specialize in and to whom you offer it. Marketing to the luxury client means more than just targeting people who live in multi-million dollar homes. I mean, do you specialize in vacation homes? Beach house getaways? Penthouses? Luxury bachelor pads? You have to have a specialty if you're going to target the high-end market. Every well-known designer, stager, and workroom has a specialty. For some, this means carving out a niche from their existing clientele. For others, this means pivoting both their marketing and their service packages to align with a new and specific type of client. For example, if your favorite past clients were all dog-loving Bostonians, dive deeper into their customer profiles. What else did they have in common? Did they have similar projects or preferences? If you enjoyed the work, could you turn that into your niche? The answer is yes. Your niche could be absolutely anything that you want it to be. It can be a certain type of project, a certain type of client, or a combination of the two. Maybe you only do bachelor pads for a certain level of bachelor in Boston, for example. As you begin marketing to your specific demographic, I'm going to be sharing now five tips that will help you make your efforts go further. Because it's all about working smarter and not harder. So let's dive in. Number one, you need to be aware that luxury clients are often silent stalkers on social media. And this tends to drive people nuts in business. Because the weird thing about the high-end homeowner who loves good interior design or real estate agents, for example, who sell extravagant homes is that these people will rarely click the like button. They will rarely leave a comment, but they will always be watching you. And if that sounds unnerving, you won't be surprised that I really have dubbed these people the silent stalkers. High net worth individuals tend to make really careful, well-researched financial decisions. And those habits are likely what landed them where they are today. If a real estate agent is investigating a new home staging company to hire, you can bet your last sofa that it really will be an investigation. The listing agent will be looking at your past social media posts. Will they see photos of your lunch, off-putting memes, photos of other people's work, or other posts that will turn them away? I mean, they might. Or will they see photos of your work balanced with helpful staging tips and, most importantly, photos of you? with captions that explain your staging philosophy and your passion behind what you do. Think about the first impression you're leaving on social media and make sure it aligns with what your ideal client wants to see. Otherwise, these people will never move from stalking you on social media to clicking through to your website, which, after all, is the main point of social media. Rather than clicking like or leaving a comment, the luxury-seeking homeowner client or real estate agent will often go straight to your website if they like what you've been posting, and once they get to your site, they're going to do detailed research into you as a person and a professional. They're going to zoom in on your project photos to check out the details. They'll try to find people who are just like them, who left reviews of you on your website or on Google or Yelp or wherever you have reviews. This is exactly why we cannot measure the success of your marketing based on how many followers you have on social media. The people who are most likely to follow you and interact with your contact or content on social media will never hire you. So let me say that one more time, especially since I tripped over my words. The people who are most likely to follow you on social media and interact with anything you post 
are not the type of people who will hire you. So if you're getting a lot of likes, fantastic. It doesn't mean you're getting a lot of clients though, and the opposite is also true. And honestly, how is that for a reality check? You might be wondering at this point, okay, if I'm targeting a high-end client, should I even bother with social media? Well, there is not a straight answer to that, but here's the deal. Staying active on social media is good for your SEO because you can share links back to your website, and it is a really great way of proving that you are still an active business. However, this does not mean you need to post every single day. You could actually just post three times per week and then forget about it the other four days of the week. And I'm not even kidding. Okay, this is even what I do. This is tested and tried. I'm not just talking and pulling things out of thin air here. You guys have heard my three-day-per-week philosophy for social media, so I'm just going to run through it super fast. On Monday, share a photo of your work. On Wednesday, share a tip or a stat related to your industry. On Friday, share a photo of yourself or your team, you guys on the job, you guys professionally posed, whatever you want. That social media plan, that schedule, covers all the items your high-end client will want to see, and it also wastes zero minutes of your time as a business owner who's marketing his or her own business. So keep it in perspective. Social media is not the end-all be-all. It is the beginning of a sales funnel, and if you are targeting the high-end client, you're not necessarily going to become a social media influencer, and as a serious business owner, that should not be your goal anyway, okay? Number two, for the helpful marketing tips, employ a high-level lead magnet. Now, you guys have heard me talk about lead magnets before, but if you need a reminder about what they are, here it is. A lead magnet is something you offer your ideal client on your website in exchange for their email address. Your lead magnet format and your topic will depend on your ideal client. In the case of the high-end clientele, your lead magnet should have the goal of helping your client better understand your business rather than offering them some sort of how-to or DIY info. Because you and I both know that your luxury level client has no interest in learning how to DIY their home staging or their interior design. However, they do have a keen interest in your process, your timelines, your fee structure, and your team dynamic. Again, they're doing their research. The goal of your lead magnet should be to help the potential client feel like they know you already and help them better understand your process. Because of the vibe that certain types of lead magnets give off, I do suggest avoiding online quizzes, for example, as they tend to appeal to a DIY demographic. And I suggest that you focus more on using branded magazine-style PDFs that can be digitally used or they can be printed because those branded magazines do appeal more to the high-end client. You can also use them for lower end, but again, we're trying to stay focused on the high-end client here. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, I'm going to share the rest of the tips that you guys will need to use as you continue marketing yourself to the high-end client. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. 
There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. Tip number three, you need to set the proper tone in your marketing to attract client you want. While it can be tempting, here is something you should never ever do because it sets the wrong tone. Do not offer free consultations. Don't offer free quotes. Free equals cheap. Free equals discounted. And you don't want to be known for either of those things. It really sets the wrong tone. Plus, someone with deeper pockets and an even deeper understanding of financial investments, they're going to look at that and think, uh, I'm getting what I'm paying for here. So if I'm not paying much or if I'm getting this stuff for free, is the service even that good? Does she even know what she's doing? On that same note, don't run sales or promotions on your services. Now, it is acceptable to offer discounts on seasonal retail items, but guys, your time is never for sale. It is not discounted. It is always an investment because you are always worth the money. And besides, the high-end client isn't looking at the dollar amount. They are looking at who you are and what you can deliver because ironically, price is not a selling point, but your well-defined fee structure, your clear process, the smooth onboarding that you offer, the hand-holding, the white glove service, that will certainly influence their decision. So you've got to just put yourself in their situation. You might not have a huge bank account. You might not be able to spend $30,000 on window treatments for one room, but they can, and that changes their mindset. That changes their spending habits. And it really, again, I have to say it again, price is not a selling point. That is why you shouldn't try to compete with people around you by offering lower design fees, by trying to do the staging at a discounted price, because you are not for sale. You're not a cheap Walmart item, okay? I personally believe that everyone listening to this podcast is at Gucci level, but you have to believe that about yourself. You have to start marketing yourself that way because it sets a tone for the right client, that luxury client that you want to reach. All right, tip number four, represent your personal brand. The easiest thing to implement in your marketing is also the most overlooked. I mean, that's a story of life, right? Your personal brand is the, is the easiest thing to implement. It deserves regular housekeeping. I'm going to explain what that means, okay? From using current professional photos of yourself in your marketing to ensuring that your bio on your website is engaging and well-written in first person, by the way, not in third person, you can go a long way to impress and connect with the right high-end client just by putting in a little extra effort. Also, on that note, make sure your email address matches your website domain. That means you shouldn't be using Gmail, MSN, Outlook, or any other provider unless they can give you an email address that matches your URL. So if you think about my website, katethesocialite.com, I have an email address that is hello at katethesocialite.com. I'm going to get a bunch of emails now. That's okay. <laughs> so whoever hosts your domain will also be able to provide you with an email address. And you should also make sure all your team members have that type of email address as well. And while this might be a seemingly small detail, it does mean the difference between coming across as a hobbyist versus a professional in your business. So as a quick recap, you need an updated headshot. You need a bio that's written in first person. Don't go with a third person route because you know what that sounds like? It sounds boring and aloof and just not engaging at all. Like if I said, Kate the Socialite is an experienced marketer and runs a marketing agency that serves international clients, blah, blah, blah words. No, instead it's more like, hey guys, I'm Kate. 
I am passionate about helping you guys market your businesses in the home industry. I'm here to help you gain the confidence that you need to not only make your marketing work, but to make it simple and easy. Doesn't that sound a lot better? Yeah, because I'm a real person over here and you guys are too. And people connect with people, not with third person bios. So make sure that you put in the effort to have a great bio. Okay, again, make sure your email address matches your domain for you and the rest of your team. And then that moves me on to point number five. You need to balance automation and personal touch points. Now, automating your marketing and your client onboarding, it's not just smart. It actually creates a better client experience. Marketing automation, for example, includes ensuring that your three social media posts are published each week, that your newsletter is sent out every month, that your blog post is scheduled out every two to four weeks. That just keeps it easy. It does require setting systems in place, maybe even outsourcing and planning ahead. There's no such thing as set it and forget it in business, but there is such a thing as plan for it, don't stress out about it. Now to automate your client onboarding process, we're, just, we're changing gears a little here, consider using tools like HoneyBook, MyDoma Studio, or another platform. These tools exist to make your life easier, to free up your time and provide a consistent brand experience. They are not luxuries for a business that wants to reach the luxury market. They're actually necessities. You need to let potential clients quickly and efficiently move through your process, whether they're booking a discovery call or a consultation, or they're just trying to get completely set up with you, or they just want to learn more. You have got to have a smooth process that doesn't require you to be involved every step of the way, because that's going to eat up your time. And it will also create a very inconsistent experience if you can't get back to people right away, or if you have someone on your team manually responding to things. It really is going to make it look like you don't have your stuff together, and we don't want you to look that way. Another thing you need to keep in mind is that you need to use an SOP for your team, which stands for Standard Operating Procedure. That SOP is something your team should follow every time you do get a new client. Successful design and staging businesses use these systems and clearly outlined procedures to deliver that consistent, high-level client interaction. I mean, as a quick side note, the SOPs for Socialite are many, especially since we are managing three different brands under our umbrella. I use Asana to manage all that, and I use it to manage my team. So if you're like, okay, but how am I supposed to keep track of this? Do I need spreadsheets? Do I need Word documents by step instructions for everyone on my team? No, not really. It's as simple as recording your screen, explaining something to your team members, sending them a video. I actually use Loom, L-O-O-M dot com for sending videos to both my clients and my team because it's super easy to record my face or my screen and I can tell people exactly what they need to do and they can rewatch that video as many times as possible or as many times as they need to. And that is a clear, easy way to create an SOP, a standard operating procedure. That is important for your brand because it frees you up to do the more manual actions in your business, the things that you can't automate, the things that require you like old-fashioned, offline, you interacting as a human with another human, aka your client. This means meeting that potential client for coffee, making extra site visits, handling client phone calls or text messages or video calls, and providing stellar service at every turn. Because here's the thing, you are your business's best marketing asset. You are the deliverable. The more you can take off your to-do list, the more you can actually serve your clients at a higher level. And if you're trying to get more luxury clients, you know the level of service they require from you. Marketing to the high-end client isn't about flashy advertising or complicated sales funnels. It's about being the high-end business that they'd want to work with. 
So I hope this gives you guys some perspective. And if it has shed some light on areas in your business processes, in your marketing, in your branding that need to be fixed, go fix those things and then pursue the high-end client. Because if you pursue the high-end client with a half-baked strategy or a half-baked branding or DIY branding, it's not going to go very well. I want you guys to hit the ground running. I want you to be so niche-focused, so specific in what your specialty is that it would be just silly for people not to hire you. You have to be clear on who you're targeting. Don't just target someone who is in the multi-million dollar range. Be specific. What is it about them that makes you such a good fit for them? Why are you targeting them? You have to be clear on this. Otherwise, you're just trying to market to someone with lots of money who has housing issues, and that's really vague. You cannot build a marketing strategy around that. I know a lot of you understand this. So keep in mind the tips that I shared today. Don't put too much stake or weight in social media. You need to be there, yes, but think about where your ideal client is. If they're not using Facebook or Instagram, you don't need to be there. Maybe they're using LinkedIn instead. You have to just drill down to who your client is and show up where they are already hanging out. And again, be specific on who you're targeting and why and make it very obvious to them that you're targeting them, which means everything you're saying on your website, everything you are saying in your social media posts or LinkedIn or Pinterest or whatever, your blog, your newsletter, you need to make it all very tailored to them. All right, guys, if you have questions about targeting the high-end client, I would love to hear them. You can head over to my free Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros, request to join, and I will be happy to let you in. Otherwise, you can always head over to socialitevault.com where we set up sales funnels for people who are targeting the high-end market. All right, guys, have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.